Did you know that nobody has declared themselves the mayor of musical theatre? Until now, that is. My name is Ian Boquette and I write for Musical Theatre Review, currently celebrating our 10th anniversary as your premier source for news, reviews and interviews on all things West End, Broadway and worldwide. I also compose and direct musicals. I photograph and film musicals and now I have, with frankly disgusting arrogance, declared myself mayor of the entire art form. Every episode, I will speak to excellent people who make and love musical theatre, people much more qualified to be mayor than me, about their favourite shows in an attempt to learn more about them, educate myself and justify my grand made-up title. I will then ask each guest to choose one show that I, as the mayor of musical theatre, should order run forever so we can all go see it as much as we want. What will they choose? What will their choices reveal about themselves and their taste? Will anybody call me out for buying a cheap piece of costume jewellery on eBay and then declaring myself mayor? Tune in, get involved and let's make talking about our favourite musicals the world's default conversational gambit, as it should be. Here's a clip from episode one to whet your appetite. I am far less worthy of the title of Mayor of Musical Theatre than my guest today. Her resume reads like a list of the biggest musicals of all time. You may have seen her in Cats, West Side Story, Chicago Cabaret, or even at the Duke of York's Theatre, starring with Sir Ian McKellen and John Bishop in the pantomime everybody's talking about, Mother Goose. West End legend Anna-Jane Casey, thank you so much for joining us. That's my pleasure, my love. What is your favourite musical currently running on the West End? It's Cabaret. Yeah. Oh, of course. That, it's a re. I mean, I, you know, everyone kind of knows Cabaret if you've seen the Liza Minnelli movie and you kind of know what it's about. It's set in Weimar, Germany. But the way that they have staged that show, I mean, ATG, phenomenal producers, I'd just like to say, I'd like to work for them forever. Mm. Um, they spent a lot of money making the whole theatre itself an interesting place, let yes. alone then the design of it, let alone the creative team. Just so as an audience member, you walked in and you were like, what the hell is this? It's comp- they don't want to say immersive, but it is. It's immersive. And, you know, that's why you're paying a lot of money for it. You know, for a while there was, why are these tickets so expensive? Well, you're getting four hours of entertainment of top class quality. Oh, absolutely solid as well. Yeah. It's not just some actors talking to you a little bit. There are musicians, there are singers, there's yeah. everything going on. We're in there. I used to crawl around the auditorium and steal people's drinks. That was my favourite bar. I'm not even a drinker. I'd be like, I'll have a bit of that. Coming yeah. out going, oh, red wine. Oh, no. But yeah, Get you, you are mauled by people at Cabaret. And I, I think for an audience, that's very exciting. So a lot of audience participation in that show. Yeah. And in pantomime as well. Yes. It's different styles of audience interaction, would you <laughs> yeah. say? Panto's got less Nazis, but yeah, it's yes. about the same. <laughs> Good to hear. Um, and it must have been really scary opening Cabaret. It's one of the first shows after the COVID restrictions were lifting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for the first, we opened it, I think it was about November of 21. And uh, and it was still, everybody had to be tested, the audience as well as us, daily as well. I've never shoved so many swabs up my nose and down my throat in those first few months. I mean, you know, and, and quite rightly so, we had to be safe because we the audience were amongst us. It yeah. wasn't like you were separated by a cross-arch theatre or you had some distance. They were right in there. And so everybody had to be, you know, COVID tested, uh, very strict. And, but it was exciting as well. And we felt like we were doing something special. Oh, absolutely. I remember going to the press night, actually. I was very lucky to yeah. go to that. And it was just such a relief after the last few months yeah. to have this joyous, freeing experience around yeah. lots of people and to feel safe about it. Definitely. Everyone was tested, as you say. Yeah. And every, I think every show that opened around that time, whether it was the end of 21 going into 22, the audiences, I mean, people crave it. You know, it's a mm. human thing to share an experience. You know, it's lovely all sitting watching Netflix, but it's not the same as seeing an actor live or a dancer live on the stage. 